0: visit roberthalf.com today let's make some trades
1: next on fantasy football today in five welcome to f 5 i'm chris towers here with dave richard to talk about some trade targets you should be looking to acquire or maybe some you should be looking to sell uh, heading into week eight of the fantasy football season and Dave obviously puts together the trade values chart on CBSSports.com, which is an invaluable resource when you're looking to make trades. It'll help you, you know, figure out how to value guys, who you should be targeting, stuff like that, and just generally let you know if you're getting ripped off on your offers that your league mates are sending you, or whether you're ripping your league mates off, which I guess is the goal, kind of. Uh, and yeah, I mean, to talk about yeah. No, go
2: ahead.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, that's kind of the goal. You'd
2: like to, you don't want to like rip your friends off in life. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to steal this case of beer from your fridge, but if I can figure out a way to convince you that it's a if good idea can. for you to give me this case of beer, uh, I'm going to take it. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's part of the strategy of the game that we play. Yeah. yeah. And you, you should never feel bad about it. We all get ripped off. I've gotten ripped off this year. Everybody knows that. But, uh, every, <laughs> but the, the whole point is to try and, you know, make deals that benefit your team, period. And, and look, you charters. can start...
1: Trying to make trades, uh, you know, with an eye on the playoffs, if you're, you know, sitting at six and one or something, you're you're in pretty good shape. So you can start to kind of consolidate and and turn some of that depth into a better starting lineup. And then one guy that I'd really like to be targeting right now, it might be hard, but I'm viewing Kenneth Walker as a buy high candidate. I, I generally struggle with... Uh, the, the non-pass-catching running backs. It's the kind of player that I've I've probably undervalued over the past couple of seasons. Derrick Henry's made me look pretty dumb over the past few years. Kenneth Walker is giving me real rookie season Jonathan Taylor vibes. And that's saying a lot because I think Jonathan Taylor might just be the best running back in football. But Kenneth Walker is that kind of talent. He's an elite athlete, ran a sub 4 really productive college player, showed he can handle the kind of workload that the Seahawks are asking for him. But the big thing is, you know, Jonathan Taylor, you remember there was ups and downs as a rookie. He didn't get consecutive 20 carry games until week 17. And then the first week of the playoffs that season, Kenneth Walker just did it in week six and seven The Seahawks. We know they want to run the ball. They've run the ball really well. Their running backs are averaging over six yards per carry this season, which is incredible uh, given the amount of carries that they've had. I just think he might be a really, really special player. Someone who could be a, uh, you know, an RB one the rest of the way, even though he doesn't really catch passes. So Kenneth Walker, if someone thinks that, you know, maybe he can't keep hitting these home runs, maybe he won't be as good as he has been so far. Maybe it's time to trade him. I think it's time to buy him. So that that's one guy that I'm looking to buy. Dave, give me a couple guys you're looking to buy. Well, first of all, I, I kind of want to test this a little bit. Sure. If you had Jonathan Taylor, would you trade him straight up for Kenneth Walker? No, but that's also because I, I think Jonathan Taylor is a great buy low candidate right now coming out of this uh, injury that he's dealing with. I think he's still a top five running back. I think Kenneth Walker's a little behind him, so that's one I wouldn't do. I'd love to have them both on my team, though.
2: It would be ideal to have them both on your team, but if you had to pick one rest of season, you're saying Taylor? It would still be Taylor for me, yeah. Hmm, interesting. I'll take Walker. I like where you're coming from on it, but I just I don't think... I don't think anybody that's got Walker is going to trade them unless they're three and four and two and five mm-hmm. and you're, you're offering up, you know, multiple, very good starters for him. We've just we've come to really accept that running backs that do what Walker is doing, do not grow on trees, do not come <laughs> off the waiver wire very often. They are league winners. We talked about, and this is just me pontificating for a bit. We we talked about it in the preseason about how well he would fit into this offense. Mm-hmm. And as long as he got the opportunity, which would come in time because look who was in front of him, he'd be this guy yeah. and there, there will be players next year. There are so many interesting running backs coming out into the NFL draft in 2023. They will fit this exact same mold. Be ready for them. Don't hesitate to draft them and be patient with them.
1: Yes, patience is the key with this type of player. Dave, let's get a, let's get a couple of buy-low yeah. candidates from So him. how about this? If you need a running back, and maybe not, obviously not for week eight
2: because you can't use him in week eight, but Cordero Patterson's on his way back. If you've been following his social media accounts, he's been posting videos of him running while dragging plates of, of <laughs> weight and, and just running in general. It looks like he's close, and the Falcons haven't been able to run the ball without him. Uh, Their running backs have collectively been under 3.8 yards per carry over the past three weeks. And the schedule after this week, because this week doesn't matter for the purposes of this conversation, it's really good. It's the Chargers, it's the Panthers, the Bears, and then Commanders and Steelers after that. But you know that the Falcons love to run the football. He's their best running back. Uh, This is a week where you can get by with a running back off the waiver wire, trade for Cordero Patterson while his value is still cheap and then hopefully have something close to a top 15 running back once he's back in the fold. The other buy low that I've got for you, Chris is Amari Cooper. He's coming off of a couple of underwhelming games. The target volume really hasn't been where it was a little bit earlier in the season. Najoku's hurt. And we know that he's the guy who can pick up double digit targets. He can mm-hmm. benefit from Najoku not being on the field. The schedule looks really good after they buy in a couple of weeks. And, we're five weeks away from Deshaun Watson coming back to play football. Yeah. And if you like what you've seen from Amari Cooper catching passes from Jacoby Brissett, I think you'll like what you'll see from when he's passing cat
1: when he's passing catches, when he's catching <laughs> passes from Deshaun Watson. And you love to see a 30% target share, even in a low volume offense that, that really, I mean, Deshaun Watson, obviously we, we saw with Deandre Hopkins can really sustain a high level wide receiver one. So Amari Cooper could be that kind of player. Let's get really, really quickly a couple of sell-high candidates before we go.
2: Brandon Ayuk is the biggest one that I've got at wide receiver. I wouldn't say this if the 49ers didn't trade for Christian McCaffrey. I wouldn't say this if Debo Samuel were hurt. So if Samuel is okay, Ayuk's yeah. really easy to let go of. There's gonna They've lost their last two games. They've trailed. That's why he's had 11 targets. They're going to yeah. be in position to win a lot of games. I think this week could be one of them. And that's when you'll see Christian McCaffrey get a lot of work. It's How just a math problem win. for that offense. They it really is. It really is. You're you nailed it with that one. Professor towers to the rescue. Ezekiel Elliott is the other sell high 34% of his PPR fantasy points have come from touchdowns. He doesn't have a game yet this year with even 90 rush yards. He's had one target in his past three games. You can still say to people, look, he's a starter. But eventually, it's going to continue to get worse for him. He's a touchdown or bust running back coming off his best game of the year. Pretty easy guy to try and move on from if you're not hurting at running back.
1: I think those make sense. I think Ezekiel Elliott is absolutely just a low-end RB2 moving forward, even with Dak Prescott back. He's going to score some touchdowns, but when he doesn't, he's not really going to give you anything. He's a you know 50- to 80-yard guy without touchdowns. So. Not a lot of upside there. I, I think those make sense. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. It was FFT in, you know eight today, but we'll, wow. we'll have it shorter tomorrow. But well, we got some good trade talk out of there. We'll have some uh, start sit talk on uh, Thursday's episode. We'll see you next time.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.